Hello, welcome, welcome to another ad- episode of Adventures in Humanness with me, your host, JC, in association to, with, rather, Tribe to Thrive, Zero to Freedom and The Expression Project. This is part of my intuition mini-series with my lovely ladies, which are part of the project that I'm involved in too, sharing our stories of from the tragic to the magic, from trauma to empowerment in so many different ways. So I'm really excited today to invite and welcome Olga Boylan, and she is amazing. She has had a similar similar journey to me in so many ways, and she's come so far and opened her spiritual gifts up so much. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit, and then we're going to just say hi and invite her to. So Olga is a really proud Irish woman that harnesses deep Celtic energy in her work. She's overcome life challenges like abusive relationships, addiction, divorce, single parenting, and the diagnosis of ADHD as an adult. So quite a few things there, Olga. (laughs) A few things to be getting on with. You sound like you've had quite a wild ride. I've experienced a lot of contrast there. And um, <laughs> contrast for you, and, and also just with this project. Firstly, welcome. But with this project, intuition, knowing her truth, the book that we're both involved in. Why now? Why did you do it? What what called you to it? And just tell me a bit about yourself, please, darling. Yeah. Hi, JC. Thanks, and uh, thanks for having me. And I loved listening to your introduction you that's like a mouthful and you do it so beautifully and I feel absolutely privileged to share the energy with you because you're such a a beautiful lady and a holder of space um so yeah I mean for me everything's about timing so you know I kind of in, in a space where I'm allowing things to happen and open to things happening and as they come up you know, um, making a decision and and taking the next right action, I suppose, instead of trying to plan and think, uh, you know, and think too far ahead. And Mm -hmm. so it was just that. And I've always wanted to write a book. And um, (laughs) have you done anything like that before? Have you have you done anything like that before? Have you been? Well, basically, I had been I've got this amazing lady And I still will do this. It's a project that's a kind of a work in progress. But this amazing lady that I've met and she's had a lot of impact on me um, spiritually and she's got the most incredible story. And so over the last couple of years, I've been recording her story and sort of um, and I'm going to write her story like a memoir, but for her. So you're going to ghostwrite her. You're going to take on her story and ghostwrite it for her. Amazing. Yeah. but that's so epic and I'm sort of I talk about doing it more than I actually do it I just kind of love hanging out with her and like taking (laughs) notes and asking her questions about her story but the actual writing of it I'm like "Mm, not the best (laughs) at that I'm I'm good at the research but um and so then when this opportunity came up I thought well actually this is this forces me this is the prequel this is the prequel yes Yes. And it gives me a deadline. Right. So I have to work to a deadline and I'm not normally good with like That's the only way I can work. Mm. You know, Bridget, the publisher, I think I got it to her. I was already late a few days late, you know, and she was like, you can't do better like that. Do you work better? Yeah. 
I do it down to the wire always. Yeah. It doesn't, it, it just always works out like that. It yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like yeah. So I could have three years and then do it in the last minute. Like that's <laughs> how it works. Right. Yeah. Does that translate to how you've been in your life before. So I've just read your, <laughs> you know, some, your bio and what you've been up to in your life. So yeah. Tell me what has connected you to your in intuition. What, in your life, what the path that you've gone down, you know, what most, what have you learned? What lessons have you learned? And what was the turning point when you kind of, because you've got quite a few things that you suffer with ADHD, mm. you've had problems with addiction, you've, you've had a wild ride like me. So yeah. what was the turning point when you're like, Not you boring. know, what, did, enough's enough. Did you feel like you were running, always running away from yourself and you just need, you had that intuition maybe and you needed to reconnect? I'm putting words in your mouth now, but like you tell me. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry, you um, tell me. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, look, I think it was um, it was stage. It wasn't one big, you know, um, event or you know, or a realization or where all my intuition kicked in. It was always there, and um, you know, I kind of just knew things. I always just knew things. And as a, like, there's a word for like an empath. I know how people feel. I know how people are thinking. I know what's going on. And so I've always had that knowing about people. Well, always to do when with you were people younger, and, you mean, and, did you have it when you were younger also? Yeah, yeah. It's always been there. Um, But I think, um, and so I, I got very affected by, you know other people's energies and you know and I think um and I was stuck in my own head so much as a as when I was younger I probably didn't notice it as much you know um there's certainly been a couple of life events that have sort of um deepened my intuition and, and taught me to trust it more and opened up and expanded my sort of uh, awareness of that and that was Oh, look, and, and I touch on this in the book because that's kind of my story in the book is my journey to to the intuition or what I call coming home because we already... That. Do you know what? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but I love that. Because yeah. That's how I feel as well because that it describes it perfectly because that is us. That's where we are. That's mm. who we are. And it is just yeah. coming home, you know? Yeah, that's, we, that's get, we get lost in life and we get taken away from ourselves you know, mm -hmm. and, and all these, well, certainly my experience, all these different things have happened in life. And, and I was kind of just going crash, bang, boom through life, you know. And since I've connected more with my intuition, since I've got sober, that has been a big, big part of it. Um, but also prior to that, I started working that muscle, if you like. You know, I, I love the spirituality side of things. And, you know, I do psychic readings. And so I became a member of a local healing center and got involved with that, you know, attending meditation groups and learning how to to tap into my psychic like learning senses. how to be, excuse me, <clears throat> learning how to be in that space. Yeah. You know, Just, from being um, addicted. And, if you don't mind me asking, what was your yeah. what's your poison? Were you a drinker? Uh, everything? Yeah, <laughs> mate, alcohol was always there, you know, like. Mm that's a big thing as an Irish person you're just surrounded by alcohol and it's so normalized you, you know that, not me <laughs> yeah. yeah it's true it's a fact it you know true? what I mean 
Yeah, 100% true. And there's a lot of um, alcohol in my family, in the generations, you know, yeah. like a couple of my uncles died very um, in their 40s from alcoholism. Oh, and wow. it's, a, it's a, you know, it's a family disease. It is a genetic thing. Mm. But I didn't see that I was, and look, you know, I had my party drug um, was always there and I never knew how to stop. I that's the thing it's went. not fun when it stops being fun you know you're always the one that's doing more than everyone else or everyone else really? has got to a certain point in your <clears throat> excuse me continuing on <laughs> and it's yeah. like until it's not fun anymore I was going to ask oh. you about that because talking about drinking alcohol I was recently listening to something sorry I must cough <clears throat> I was recently listening to something we're talking about drinking spirit mm. and as we're talking the spiritual path drink is what known to be the most damaging thing to do spiritually because it mm. is known and it is said that when you know even the name spirit we, we drink spirits we mm. drink alcohol we can't remember the root of the alcohol but our spirit basically we leave ourselves and we mm. get jumped in by many other kind of entities and mm. where do you sit on that did you feel like because when we're drinking and when we're taking things we're not we're not ourselves are we we're disconnected no. we are disconnected yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And when I, when I came into sobriety on my knees, you know, like after 30 years of drinking and drugging and partying and it being completely normal, like I didn't see a problem with it, but I had lost my spirit. I had mm. lost my soul. And that's, that was the biggest thing for me. Like everything on the outside looked okay. I still had a job, my kids, the house, the car, all of that. But inside I was dead. You know, I'd lost the connection with my higher self. I'd lost my soul. You're the connection to myself. Just literally yeah. empty shell. It's, like, it's really interesting you say everything on the outside would be like, yeah, the kind of job's going. And you can mm -hmm. function like that, can't you? You just you yeah. function. So you weren't one of yeah. you weren't a down and out on the street kind of people think of like you know mm. addicts and drinkers and things like that mm. and they, they see a vision of like someone who's like has uh trouble with addiction that they're always going to yeah. be a certain way so many people you wouldn't even know they just function in their day you just go through your day you're doing yeah. your thing you're raising your kids you're going to your job and it is you you do you use that to live mm. you know, to and function. look my your your perception of what addiction is um mm. And what it actually is, is very different. So, you know, you come in, you think an alcoholic is somebody, well, I did, somebody who drinks out of brown paper bag, who drinks every day. Yeah, exactly. who, but actually, special brew, special brew. Yeah. In the street corner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's not like that at all. I mean, I was a binge drinker and a party drinker rather than a daily drinker. But I thought about it a lot. I was either yeah. thinking about drinking or partying, hungover. Okay or planning it you know and it just consumed my life in that way and that's yeah. all like I planned everything around that it it owned me it controlled me and so mm. there's no room for connecting to your soul for the mindfulness and for the beautiful moments that are in my life now um that was all you know not there do you find that you know obviously you work with people and you work with putting people back together and we're talking about particular things here, substances, alcohol. But, mm. you know, as I've moved back from addiction and, you know, trauma, when I view the outside, I see every single person around me, every single person in this society is addicted to something. And we're constantly searching outside of ourselves for some mm. validation, for some, you know, because we've become so lost as people. We've become so far away from the sacred. Mm. 
and we we really have and we can make the everyday sacred and we we get lost in the internet we get lost in food we get lost in this that and everything you're saying is really just reiterating that and bringing it home to me because when you find that in yourself you really see and just think we're supposed to be so advanced but yet we're Mm. the sickest most depressed people (laughs) ever Mm. how advanced are we Olga how advanced are we? Yeah. How, what sort of people do you oh, work with in your work putting back together? And what, what do you do work with people, if you want to explain a bit more yeah. about that? I mean, I've got a bit of a double life. And I totally agree with you. Um, you know, we're always looking for something outside of ourselves. But actually, it's already all there within us. And the more of this sort of, uh, you know, connecting with ourselves and work that we do on ourselves, the more we can enjoy that. Um so I've got a bit of a double life. I work for a technology company. So we're like, oh, wow. I'm in the, you know, the technology, you know, advancement. It's a cloud consulting business, which is obviously like the latest. Everything's in the cloud. And so um, and that's just the way the world is going from a technology perspective. So but it can I be ethical very- technology, can't it? It can be ethical technology. Yeah, we can move it that way, but that's a whole other subject. <laughs> But I, I kind of, because we do live in this world where I need to make a living for my kids. I'm a, you know, I, nobody helps me. Um, that is something that helps keep me grounded on this earth, that I can pay the bills, that I can do all of that. And, and actually, I get to uh, work with great people, too, but just on a different level. But then on my mm-hmm. spiritual side, I get people who generally people will come to me um I'm, I'm not very good at advertising I don't do all of that it'll be people I've either worked with like before word of or, mouth. They, word or of mouth. word of mouth yeah. yeah and um and so they tend to be uh they get drawn to me because they're starting a, a spiritual journey or on they're on some sort of spiritual path and my role seems to be um to encourage love and support them along that journey and give them some tools and tips and help them connect to their higher self to another level of consciousness through meditation and through tools like you know cards and healing you know energy healing and that sort of thing Um, I'd love to I'm gonna I'm gonna be booking in a session with you too well I've actually done a really beautiful um, meditation Olga actually does a you get um you do a free meditation don't you when people yeah yeah so I love meditation honestly I was there and if she did it for half an hour and I it was literally five minutes she's very connected very beautiful but what you said about you know it was interesting a minute ago you're saying well I do this other thing but we all we all function in the world Mm. we do things that we hopefully are aligned but not necessarily we do things we earn money and stuff but Mm. we can move around doing all that because when we mm. connected and I, when I didn't understand about all this Olga like I was never connected I think I told I drew a picture of Joan and the whale once at Sunday school and that was that was <laughs> the limit of my <laughs> you know spiritual yeah. religious experience yeah yeah but the point is I, I've realized that the church is everywhere you know we are the church mm. we are we mm. are everything and that's why it's been so amazing to be involved in this book with all you ladies because mm. everyone's come to the table bringing so many different stories and we're, we're all moving you know this is the thing as a collective and the time in the world you know new earth you've got you know the new age the age of Aquarius mm-hmm. with feminine energy coming through the goddess energy and that's why it's oh, so special that we're doing this right now oh absolutely and it's so interesting you say that because I have lived my life in masculine energy I'm like 
you know, I've always kind of like I've traveled a lot on my own. I lived in France, learned a language, went there on my own at 18, 19, you know, and, and I've just been so independent, making things happen. Yeah, action, and energy, so action, action, action. Yeah, action, action. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm really sitting into the feminine energy of um, feeling. And like yeah. my heart is burst out of my chest sometimes with feelings, you know. Oh, I, I, and, yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, it's it's so intense. Yeah. And it can be mm-hmm. sometimes it's sadness as well. Like, yeah. at, um, you know, I had sadness today um over oh something you know that came up about my mom and you know a a bit of healing around that and you know and it can be but I can feel it now and it's all good because I can feel it and it's real and it's you know and when you're looking at things like that sorry darling the difference when you're looking at things in that way when you're healing when you're not a victim of things when things come up to be healed like you said I've had a bit of sadness I don't know you've had a bit of cry you bring it up and you it just yeah. comes, you feel it, it comes up and then you release it. I cry in a different way now. I don't know about you, but I cry in yeah. a, it's not like you know, a victim kind of way. It's just oh like, my oh, God. hey, something needs to come up to come out. And I, yeah. and I feel so beautiful after I've cried. And Yeah, it's sacred. It, it is, because what yeah. was the reason for us to have tears? What was the reason for us to have emotions? We're told all the time mm. as children, don't cry oh you'll mm. upset that person we we are taught don't express yourself don't express yourself mm. over and over and over again and it's so beautiful now doing intuition no no truth and being at, at this time where people are really standing up in their own truth and actually really in their sovereignty of like what they want to be what they want to see for the future mm. and you know what do you feel about that just this new energy that's coming into the planet and even though we've got so much chaos going around we need all this dark darkness to come up so we can just transform it and that's how I feel that's how that's science that's how it works right it's the duality the polarity you know the yin and yang with every negative there's a positive and so that's part of it and actually at at my 12-step meeting tonight um it was about that you know it was kind of about like the that duality like you know how often do you go to the meetings still like still go oh a lot I love them I just get so much from them so tonight the meeting maybe you know four or five times a week actually so I work my life around it to be honest and so tonight the meeting was um there was candlelight and it was somebody's you know sobriety birthday and it was, I cried as well. I mean, I cry all the time. It's great. But I cried <laughs> with pure joy and happiness for this other person who um, had two years of sobriety and he was talking about, and everyone who shares and shares about how amazing their life is, it's not that they're, you know, at not Disney World with the kids. It's not, it's not that they're like running amazing businesses and making lots of money. All the time, the things that they share about is, a moment with their kids, reading a book with their kids, mm-hmm. a moment with their partner, you know, like looking at a flower. Like it's all these little well, these, um, these small the little things that are the massive yeah. things because when Simple. you go through, when they've been through what they've been through, yeah. when you've been through what you've been through, you get you get completely reset back <clears throat> to actually looking at the small moments which back turn to out basics. to be the everything. And you know yeah. when you just said a second ago, you know, I was watching this person have their sobriety birthday and I just felt such genuine joy. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Because I feel that now for people. And yeah, it's it's funny because we move in the world and we're taught to kind of 
that's odd. Why would you be happy for like genuinely happy for so- someone like you've always got to be struggling, competing, surviving mm. over them. And when you actually get to that place where you actually actually really do want your your sister over there to do well, your mm. brother, over there, you know, you really feel that it's it's such a it's just like a weight. It's such a beautiful, open, expanded feeling, you know. Well, and it's it's <laughs> a higher vibration. If you look at you know, there's that vibration scale. And, and so they kind of measured the energy um, vibrations of things like, um, you know, gratitude, love, forgiveness versus lower vibrational things like mm. jealousy, you know, resentment, fear. And all like it makes sense. So if you sit in the vibration of love or, you know, appreciation or joy or, you know, you're raising your vibration and you're you're sort of uh, allowing yourself to have this life. And then you automatically are raising other people's vibrations. Exactly. You know, you're raising other people's vibrations, but also you're healing yourself. And that's why it's so important not to sit in fear, because you know, I used to lay on the sofa and I used to lay there and like scratch and mm. not be able to move and stuff. And I'd sit there mm. and be like really angry and really scared and stuff. Yeah. And then I just let go. And like, and I, that taught me to move through life a bit more like that because yeah. we're seeing so many people in fear at the moment and we're walking around. And as you said, this, these lower vibration emotions make us ill. This is science. It's absolute mm. science because I can tell you if I'm getting stressed in a day, my health mm. conditions are so much worse. And because, Absolutely. you know, when you're sensitive to that, you can really, mm. really feel other people's energies. How do you feel yeah. about that? Are you really are you feeling other people's energies at the moment? <laughs> yeah, I'm better at that now, actually. Does I'm it really good you sometimes. Or can you? I, I can. It does. But I, I'm better at managing that and keeping my boundaries. I'm so good at boundaries now, which I never was. And so even with that sort of thing, I can have boundaries. Whereas before, if someone was sad, I wanted to make them happy and I felt it for them. But I allow myself that was part to of feel... yourself, too, isn't it? That's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. But I allow myself to feel the positive higher vibrational stuff for other people like the but but not the lower vibrational because I have I have that control now and I have boundaries and that's what boundaries are about and it's just life-changing what you said about boundaries that is so important that's Mm. very difficult when you've had any kind of trauma addiction problems or anything Mm. it's difficult for pretty much everyone but yeah, I've noticed that because you're having those boundaries for yourself and allowing yourself to not be giving your energy away, not wanting to go and save mm. everyone, because that's we go through these things, don't we? We want to save, you know, save people yeah. because something in ourselves more. needs saving. So we're like, I yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. But who am I to do that as well? What I've come to realize now is that everybody has their own journey. And um, one of the other women, Barbara, on the in the book is a friend of mine and she does the human design. And I've learned about myself that I'm um, a projector and actually I need to wait for the invitation. So for me to live my best life, um, I need to wait for someone to ask me like I need to have a hook kind of thing. And then uh, rather than me encroaching myself on other people, you know. OK, so that's what yes. that means, a projector. So you, someone has to kind of ask for your help you know yeah kind of like or not yeah not for anything in in life you have to be responding to an invitation right so the invitation could just be an ad or could be a leaflet to try something new or whatever but it's uh 
yeah, it's energetically responding to something instead of me. Rather like being, being a bull in a tiny shop, like, hang on a minute. Yeah. Let me, let me kind of come Which makes you. perfect sense because that's how I lived my life for, you know, most of it. So that's until... your balance. That's your polarity. You've, you have, yeah. to, you've having to balance that feminine. I'm well, do you know to... what? Actually, JC, because I've lived, you know, um, the last 30 years, apart from the last couple of years, but 30 years prior to that, in chaos and craziness. I feel like my balance is coming now and that I'm I'm going to have the best life. This is just the start of my life. And it's just oh, yeah. like, this is where all the peace and joy and love. Yeah. And yes, there'll be people who, you know, die and life happens and I have to deal with it. But I feel like I'm going to be better able to deal with it and better able to That's enjoy it. life. And mm. you've just hit the nail on the head there because I, I feel and I, well, I know to be true what you, you've just said from when you have been forged in lots and lots of pain whether it's, you know, from the start, something's been done to you, but then you continue mm-hmm. on that pattern, just hurting yourself. When you have that experience, you you get to, you have to break yourself to a certain point. Yourself has to be broken until like it, it cracks open something. Mm-hmm. And once it's open, it's open. And once you're connected, it, you're connected. So whatever happens from this point on, like you said, people die, people this, people that. You can come from a calmer place and from a place of kind of authenticity, but it takes a long time to step into that, doesn't it? It's a, it's it's, a process. Well, it is. And then some people don't get the opportunity to, Mm. it's not their journey in this life to experience. Do you feel like it's a privilege? You know, I I do now. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Oh my God, do I a hundred percent. Yeah. I even said that tonight that they were the words I used when I shared, like I, I, it's such a privilege to live and to have this yeah. sobriety and to have this amazing yeah. appreciation of moments and life and people and joy you know um it is such a privilege it really is every moment now and not not every moment's amazing you know of like not. of course not getting the, the kids out of being, being able to sit in that moment and not run want to run away with it and stick a drink yes. down your neck or yeah. Because when you do that you're a slave to something you know you're mm. you're controlled and you're a slave to that thing that you know, like you said, either you were drinking or you're thinking about drinking or you're hungover. Mm. <laughs> so like, it, it's just, you, and, and we want to just be free. We don't want to be slaves to anything. Yeah, like, whatever absolutely. Whatever it may be. Whatever it may yeah. be. Oh, thank no, you it's so incredible. Much. And I think meditation has had, you, you talked about meditation earlier on, but meditation has had a huge impact for me. Like mm. it, it's made such a big impact in my life because for me, I want proof that, you know, this faith that I have and that is meditation for me because I feel it and I get mm-hmm. messages and I see it and it's it's like a physical thing you yeah. know there's no denying it um and so that's what completely passionate about. changes your you know your neurochemical yeah. state every everything doesn't it everything yeah so I love sharing that with people I love what well, I do guided meditations which you've come to and it's so funny because I never know what's going to come do out you of have my mouth do you like, have one coming up sorry I just wanted to make sure that we can get oh yeah oh uh, for people in Sydney I'm hosting a a circle in Sydney on the 28th of March okay. um yeah so and do I do I do online ones and I think the next one is probably in two weeks I haven't organized it yet. I'm pretty kind of, I just get guided. And I'm like, right, I need to do one for the next new moon. Um, So it's not like a structured every uh, two weeks or every month or whatever. It's well, I, I, feel, I can put everything I in the show notes anyway. Yeah. I'll put all your details and your links and everything. 
So we're going to be wrapping it up in a set. Oh, it's been so lovely Thanks, to talk Jason. to you, but I just want you to, to leave you with the last words of please share with people at this time, you know, you being part of intuitive known her truth. What has it meant to you? And what would you encourage people who want to write their stories or even speak their truth or speak their stories? Mm. You know? What would you say? How's yeah. this been for you? How's this been for you? Oh, look, it's been a journey because it was, I, I thought, oh yeah, I'll do that. No big deal. You know, I, I do that. I jump at anything. Yeah, I'll do that. I, I like, I put my hand up to anything. But then when it came down to it, I was like, oh, actually, this is bloody hard. First of all, for the deadline, but also, uh, how do I get up my whole journey yeah. of intuition into like a chapter and what yeah. bits do I put in what bits don't I but also um what the most amazing thing for me was the pride that I felt in doing it mm. and actually completing a task with my ADHD I'm not very good at that and then um also being part of the book with these amazing women and just connecting to that energy and that light but also yeah. all the people who have reached out to me since the promo for the book has been and since the interview, mm. like the people that I went to school with oh, like wow. 30 years ago have wow. reached out with their own stories about me and then their own stories saying, oh, well, actually, you know, and it's just been incredible to connect wow. with so many people and feel like me sharing my truth is helping them exactly. because exactly. yeah yeah and I'm so glad that because it just normalizes talking about how you're feeling or yeah. whatever's going on for you instead instead of trying to hide it and that's it okay. and that's it we're all different we all have our own unique voice and the more the more everyone speaks to their own unique voice you're mm. not hurting you're not upsetting anyone if you're coming from a place of love we, we all speak we all speak our truth and that's what the book's all about it's 28 amazing mm. ladies just sharing their stories and there's something in there for everyone because there'll be something someone can resonate with mm. so thank you so much for talking to me today Olga oh, thanks for having um, me JC I love chatting to you thank you so much no, you're such a beautiful soul and the ladies in the book are beautiful beautiful souls too it's been such mm. a pleasure but um, I just want to reach out to anyone listening to this if it's on zero to freedom adventures in humanness well, I have a tribe on Facebook and if you're feeling like you want to step in and be held and just step into a space where you can share and bring in innovative ideas and just moving forward and just you share share yourself bring bring what you've got to the table please please come and join and we have lots of things we've got the expression projects we have i have interview spots for beautiful people who want to come and talk and share their amazing transformational health stories or just share their stories so please please come contact me and we need to speak our truths all right, Olga, thank you so much, darling. And Thanks, have Jay a beautiful Z. day. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care, sweetheart.